When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're running it straight thanks to South Seas Healthcare, Auckland's largest Pacific wellbeing service provider. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, going to keep trying for chance to go Kalusta. Hopefully, we can get him on in about 10 minutes' time. Uh, so, Bulldogs this Friday night, 8 o'clock kickoff uh, over in Sydney at a course stadium. We'll have the live commentary here on SNZ. Kempe, you are uh, you're away this Friday, so uh, Blake Ashford is going to fill in and uh, and provide some expert comments on uh, nice. Friday night, so that's going to be a good laugh. Uh, so let's run through the team list just uh, quickly. Chancellor Klugster starts in the number one jersey. The two wingers, Dallin Wittenis, Lesniak. So good news that he's uh, available despite um, going off. And I think someone mentioned a broken nose or something to do with his nose, so that'll be sore. Uh, Marcelo Montoya shifts back out to the wing uh, for the injured uh, Ed Cossey. Uh, Rocco Berry came back into the first grade team. Talk about um, Kempe, uh, talk about that with Kempe very shortly. Adam Pompey partnering him. Volkman, as we mentioned earlier, coming into the side as the number six. Sean Johnson in the seven. The front row, Bunty Alfoa keeps the starting spot with Adam Fenor, Blake Wade Egan in the hooking role. Josh Curran, Maratini Akora in the second row. Torhu Harris as the 13, which means the interchange. Freddie Lussick, Dylan Walker, Dimitrik Sifokula and Tom Ale. For the Bulldogs, we've got uh, Hayes Perrin starting at fullback. Jacob Carraz and Josh Adokar. Josh Adokar coming in after his injury in war round was it four round four or five for Josh Adokar um, the two centres Jake Averillo and Paul Alamotti Josh Reynolds Matt Burden in the halves then we've got Max King at Tavita Pangai Jr. in the front row Reed Marnie the hooker Corey Woodell Jacob Preston in the second row and Raymond Faitala Mariner as the lock on the interchange Carl Ulo-Apu uh, Jaden Okumba Franklin Pelle and Harrison Edwards. Uh, let's start with the Warriors, Kempe. Uh, what do you make of the 17? A couple of force changes, as Richie Agar said there. So Rocco Berry, who hasn't played first grade in a while, um, there were certainly question marks over his defensive frailties when he was playing first grade, and also Ronald Volkman, who comes back in after last starting against the Sharks. Once again, there were some defensive question marks in that game before the Warriors went on to win it. So what do you make of the, uh, the Warriors 17? Well, they're going to they're going to shape up like that, aren't they? On the left edge, you're going to have Ronald Volkman, Rocco Berry, um, and it looks like Probably Mons, uh, Marcelo Montoya out there. So I don't know whether they'll change that that and interchange uh, Marcelo on the inside uh, of Rocco Berry and throw Rocco Berry to the wing defensively because he's very you know very good at reading uh, the plays at the moment. They've been doing all right down that left edge, but they're going to get a lot of traffic come their way this weekend. Yep. You know, two new blokes coming in from second grade. He's been playing all right in reserve grade. Rocco Berry. Um, and Ronald Volk- Volkman, he's already had one crack this year, and he got exposed uh, in that game as well defensively. So I think I think they're going to be under the pump, especially up against the Bulldog side. Uh, the interesting move for me is moving Dills Walker back to the bench, and uh, you know we know the impact that he makes on that uh, that twenty minute mark coming on, playing the rest of the game through the middle of the park, uh, and I reckon it adds to Torhu Harris in the way that he plays as well. So. We need a little bit of consistency, you know. Over the over the last couple of weeks, yes, he's been playing quite well and done a good job in number six. 
for the Warriors, but they have lost a little bit of shape uh, with the attack, especially. So having a recognised half out there, uh, rolling around with Sean Johnson, I think will be good for the shape. And, and having Dills Walker coming off and adding to Tohu Harris and the way that he plays through the middle with uh, if, uh, the likes of Adam Fanua Blake, Josh Curran hitting those those uh, nice lines with the way that he runs that ball. It should it should be okay attacking wise, but mate, it's it's a pretty tough game to pick. I'm you know I'm picking that Canterbury, especially with Josh Adokar back in the side and wanting a point to prove having missed Origin next year, his energy and the and the energy he's going to bring to this Canterbury side is going to be you know pretty pretty phenomenal uh, phenomenal and just the way that they're playing at the moment, you don't know what you get from Canterbury. Yeah, and uh, I, I agree with you. They're going to get peppered down that edge or both edges really because um, now Edo Carr's back in. Uh, Alamotti, I really know how dangerous they are. Centers Jacob Carraz is a gun as well. Has Perrin been running into a bit of form lately? And if you look at the game against the Raiders last week, you had Jacob Preston who also plays on the edge in the second row uh, with a double, Jake Averillo with a double and Hayes Perham. So it's all coming down the sort of edges for the Bulldogs and that I think is where the Warriors are going to be a little bit frail defensively. Last time they played, 16 points to 14, the Warriors got over them at Mount Smart. Um, dare I say, Kempe, uh, are we a, if it's a game like that on Friday night, are we in for uh, some sort of refereeing controversy or a sinbin away from you know where this game might be decided? Well, it's really interesting. Like, like, I, was, like I mentioned to Richie, they've got Arguably the best set of referees riffing uh, the game, the sidelines, and the bunker. You know, so you know when when Graham Annesley stands up and and makes the type of comments that he makes, he's going to step off the podium and then go straight to his referees and say, "I'm putting you guys in charge now. Don't let me down." Mm. You know, because he would not want to face the music come Monday. Um, and everyone's eyes is on is on the Warriors game. Like last night in 360, the NRL 360, they talked about the Warriors. Are they being uh, hard done by every other podcast that's going around? You've got people through all the socials starting to get frustrated. Quite simply, Sam, I think the frustration has been building for a number of years, but it's sort of Correct. hit hit the hit the pinnacle because of the COVID stuff and, and everyone talking about, man, are we really getting a fair shot? You know, we did this for you guys. How come we're continually putting up with um, I guess the inconsistency as far as calls go, given that momentum and the shift in the games and when they happen over the last three weeks. So I think it's a fair call. Uh, but you know, you can't you can't go out there this week thinking, oh, we're going to get the calls from the referee. You've still got to go out there and play the game to yeah, win it. And I agree, Kempe, that I think this is actually, this goes further than just the refereeing calls. And, and it's not just the COVID stuff. I mean, for a long time, Warriors fans have been hard, uh, have felt hard done by, even even with, I guess, the way the game's covered over in Australia, like um, NRL 360. And Staff actually mentioned it the other day, the, during the Anzac weekend, uh, the Roosters Dragons game got about 15 minutes of airtime on not a single word on the Warriors Storm game. You know, which happened on the exact same day and was was a great contest as well. So, you know, I think Warriors fans, it's not just about the, these referee contests. It's the idea that the Warriors are f- sort of forgotten, pushed to the side, shafted and, by the. They, you know. But they always have been. You know, like yeah. and, and again, that's what's really important that New Zealand has a voice. You know what I mean? So New Zealand, uh, through its channels like what we do, Sam, with this running it straight and our, all our shows, is real. It's really important that we're pushing our our media out there and giving the Warriors a voice because it's really simple. They look referees, coaches, players. They don't talk about the New Zealand Warriors. They all live in Sydney and Brisbane. They're talking about Sydney teams mm-hmm. and they're talking about Brisbane teams. If you've got to talk about the Warriors, it's only if someone ever brings it up. You know what I mean? So when you're talking about people in your own backyard, mate, we're not in their backyard. So they don't want to talk about the New Zealand Warriors. They want to talk about, you know, these these guys that are talking the Kents and and 
you know, the Braith and and all those type of guys, mate, they're talking Roosters, Canberra, you know, those type of sides that they played with and that they've supported all their all their life. Yeah. Mate, they wouldn't even know half the kids that are running around in <laughs> 16s and Jersey flag yeah. um, and in reserve grade and stuff like that. So when they come up, they get the names wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't, it's, you, you, you hit the nail on the head. We're out of sight, out of mind, but we can't, keep allowing that to frustrate us, especially the team and the coaching staff. You've still got to do a job. You've still got to go out there, put yourself in the contest and come out on top. Yep. No, I agree with you, Kempi. Uh, someone's just texting here. Charlie said, um, if you get chance on, please ask him how he pronounces his surname. Bit of a bit of a hot topic, but we did actually get a pronunciation guide by the Warriors at the start of the season. I can tell you that it, the, the way that it was written for me is that it is pronounced Clue with the K, so Kluke. Star, you don't pronounce the D at the end. Klukstar, so Charles Nickel Klukstar, that is how you pronounce it properly. Um, there's all sorts of variations when you listen to the Aussie commentators. So, uh, look, we have been trying to get um, to Charles. Uh, the number that we were given initially wasn't actually the correct number, so we've been trying him for the last 20 or so minutes. We will keep trying. Hopefully, we'll get a little bit of a chat with him if we can. Otherwise, look, promise that we will uh, will um, reschedule for next Wednesday. We'll definitely have him on next week. Uh, what we'll do, we'll take a break. We'll try to get him on the line. If we can't, uh, we'll have a look at some of the other games going on this week in the NRL. Answer some of your questions as well. If you want to text through on double eight double three or on the YouTube channel as well, uh, we will uh, answer your questions after the break. Here on running it straight, thanks to South Seas Healthcare, Auckland's largest Pacific wellbeing service provider.